All right, it's Friday, and that means we've got Jason from Living the Crude Life on the phone live. He's going to tell us what's going on in the oil field world. How are you doing today? Hey, Alex, I'm doing great, doing great. Just uh, having a busy week. I think you're, uh, sounds like you guys are pretty busy in the Black Hills. Oh, yeah, we're super busy, but hey, at least you got out and got to go paddle boarding. <laughs> I absolutely love to go paddle boarding, my favorite activity. Um, you know, it's like one of those old school surfer things where you put it on your car and go from place to place. But uh, great activity, great activity just to, you know, kick back a little bit and relax. And That's fantastic. Uh, so- I'm looking at photos and it looks like fun. I want to try it now. Oh, yeah, you know, for me, I like to, I like to fish, too. So last year... Um, I caught a nine-pound northern on the paddleboard, and that was the the uh, northern was pulling me around more than I was pulling the northern around. So that was it was fun. It was a good time. Well played, <laughs> sir. Well played. Yeah. So uh, what's going on this week in the crude life? Well, we had a number of interviews, of course, and on copying capitalism radio and building the Bakken, as well as the Mondack. You'll hear um, portions of those interviews. You can always go to thecrudelife.com and uh, access, you know, our different social media outlets as well as our YouTube page for the full-length interviews. But what I wanted to mention that is going to involve the Black Hills, in my opinion, is uh, Troy Schrenk. He's the chief commercial officer for Target Lodging. Now, Target Lodging is the world's largest. um, They they used to be called crew camps. Yeah. Uh, They're more towards the lodging term now as they want it. Because they're more than just sleeping. They're you know they got chefs there and they've got game rooms and oh, a lot yeah. of these different places have pulled a con- Well, in the Target lodging, for example, those guys can't you know no drugs or alcohol allowed on on the uh, lodge on the lodge. So is that a part of Target Logistics or is that a separate entity? They used to be Target Logistics. Oh, okay. And they changed their name a number of years ago. I interviewed Brian Lash back in 2012. He's the CEO, the founder of um, Target Logistics. And then I, I think he stepped down, he sold. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, he's, you know, the past owner type of a thing. But they're called Target Lodging now, and they're still the largest. And they've got, you know, a very big foothold in the Bakken. Uh, they've got five different... Um, areas up five different uh, lodges up there and then they also have got a foothold down in Pecos, Texas down in the Permian where they're creating a nice network of lodges too and of course the Black Hills one of the reasons why that makes sense there is because a lot of people that live in these areas do the crew camps or do the lodging camps up in those different places and with the Bakken especially you get all that traffic coming and going through Highway 85 and um yeah, 90, 90 that runs through uh, Spearfish there. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, to Wyoming. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, looks like they're going to have some activity. Uh, he said that the Bakken, they have been increasing their numbers significantly over the last two quarters. Yeah. And that, you know, that the media has been behind on telling the story. So I'm telling the story. Has that, it? Uh, they're almost full now with their crew, with, with their uh, lodging up in the Bakken. And that means... Well, you've got these temporary workers that are either going to eventually move into the state, which, you know, people can argue all day long whether that's going to happen or not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, you used to live in Williston, so you know, that's just, that, that. Oh, yeah, I was. That's not one of, one of 
a person's top choice is to go on vacation. Not, not especially. I mean, I loved it up there. Williston has its you know wonderful, unique features. But I was there at the meeting, and they had to hold it in a giant auditorium where they outlawed man camps, and I still call them man camps. I guess uh, the crew camps from in Williston city limit limits, and they pushed them all outside, and that was really, really controversial. Well, you know, and the thing about these uh, crew camps, man camps, and and lodging camps, in fact, the interview with Troy Shrink, he did a good job of explaining why why they don't call man camps anymore is because um, what you're talking about in Williston was one of the things of the man camps where it was just people would just go and throw up a bunch of camps for campers and that sort of thing alongside of the road, and that would be a man camp, and there wouldn't be any rules or regulations or, you know, they wouldn't have this kind of uh, logistical and and, uh, code of conduct and things like that. Well, it's very like Grapes of Wrath, what you're describing, but they wanted to push all the crew camps, even the nice ones like Target Logistics or Target uh, Lodging has outside of there because the hotels were saying they weren't making any money and um, they, you know, they were the primary kind of push factor on that, in my opinion, what I I saw from mine. Yeah, you're right. And I, I was going to say, and then the other side of it is, is the politics, where the, the, well, the, the same thing happened with the food trucks, mm-hmm. where the, the local restaurants and the local um, hotels, they don't like the fact that, you know, you've got these temporary people that are living there. Yeah. And um, you know, the thing about these, these temporary housing, they're needed. They yeah. are needed in communities. Otherwise, you have problems. Oh, you huge have ones. problems. I had to pay twenty five hundred bucks for a eight hundred square foot two bedroom one bath house, twenty five hundred dollars. It was just yeah, people. I don't. I mean, bring them on. They are, they need the lodging. So we're going to get more of those, and we're going to see more traffic down here in the Black Hills area. Is that I don't what think you're? So. Yeah, I mean, just based on that fact that you're starting to see these things fill up more. That uh, number one, that means that these the, the drilling's increasing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we don't have to go too far back in our memories if you're back in the Black Hills. You know, I remember the mayor of Belfouche, uh, Hendrickson, I think it's Jerry Hendrickson was his name. He was on my programs talking about how there was more traffic going through um, 85 there on that four-way, that major four-way stop in Belfouche. Oh, yeah. by, uh, the Bells, is it the Bell's Diner, Bell's Inn? Uh, that big uh, one? Or by Pete's Clothing, kind of closer to downtown, or I imagine... Okay. The one where, I, I, I forget the uh, four four intersections, if it's 210 and, and Highway 85, but it's, it's Highway 85. Okay. And they were getting more traffic than where 90 was down in Steerfish. Really? And that was because of the Bakken boom. Well, you know, it's that, that, that quick shot over for a lot of these different companies that, that are in the oil and gas service industry. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe that, yeah, the activity will pick up uh, just outside of the fact of Sturgis and, and the summers in Black Hills, without a doubt. I mean, Well, and um, with that increased traffic and more people coming through, it's up to businesses to get them to stop and, you know, come in, and then we can get a little business revenue going on for these smaller towns like Belfouche. But that's good to yeah, hear that it's picking it's up. Be good with that, but, I, but I also think it's going to be pretty good for the um, oil and gas company, uh, service companies, too. Sure. Um, you know, we're starting to get more of that trickle-down business because m- most industries, it seems like 90, you know, 90% of it is controlled by 10% of the industry. And then 
You know, when when the good times happen, the other ninety percent has to has to fight for the ten percent of scraps. You know, like right now, I'm I'm having fun because I'm fighting for the ten percent of scraps because oil's doing good. Yeah. And um, so yeah. I did, You know, I think that'll happen with a lot of the other companies too. Um, like I mentioned last week, you know, there was a guy from Rapid City up at the Bakken Barbecue. He lives in Rapid City, but he works in Denver and Williston, basically. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and um, you know, he was, it was more and more of those, those people that are popping up to where companies are starting to realize they need a regional director as opposed to somebody more on site because so much is becoming automated. Mm-hmm. And, they only need to go and check on things once a week instead of being there all the time. So um, anyway, so yeah, the, the the housing thing, you know, that's that's a big thing. That's a big indicator to check on um, how uh, activity is going. But that's Troy Schrank. He's the chief uh, commercial officer for Target Lodging. He'll be on uh, Building the Bakken this weekend. And um, another thing I wanted to bring up, if we have time, is uh, the old uh, collecting money. You know, that's another thing that people are um, talking about out in the oil patch. You know, the the, the receivables that are getting a little bit past due and that sort of thing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and, you know, I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I believe this whole blockchain cryptocurrency conversation is what is spurring this conversation because Hmm. um, one of the benefits of, like, the blockchain technology is that um, they have what's called smart contracts. Yep. And, you know, if, if you and I are going to, you know, if I'm going to pay you 50 cents for an apple, once you give me the apple, the money automatically comes out of my account. And so you don't have to worry about bill collecting anymore. And so right. there's different, you know, different things. And so in the meantime, a lot of these um, alternative um finance companies are doing really well because they're, they're creating a good new innovative way it's not blockchain but it's a, it's a new way to go collect money yeah and so um we have a couple of interviews this week with um john weaver and taylor sprayberry that uh, they, they talked about that and i don't know it's kind of neat when you get kind of one of these out of left field topics that a couple people are talking about you know my, it's not going to be it's not going to be so left field in the future though i don't think so it's yeah, great you're talking about it. it right and, and i agree in fact um the reason i bring up the blockchain is is that we didn't even discuss that in the interview at all but over the past several months that is the one thing i've been hearing from some of the ceos in terms of the conversations they're having that they're going to probably have to change some ways they do their business plan because if more people are starting to explore different ways to, you know, get paid sooner rather than 90 or 120 days in some case, they're going to look at it. They're yep. going to look at it really quick. Yeah. And, uh, well, if some of the bigger companies, what they can do as a strategy, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, it's just what they do, is, you know, they'll send out a form and make everybody under their supply chain redo the form and advise them another 30 days to pay their 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 um receivables well then they you know when you're talking billion dollar co- a company that's a lot of interest they just made mm-hmm. and that's that, that became kind of a strategy over the last few years that a lot of these bigger companies had and the little guys like us we finally figured it out and got mad <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we better wrap her up here. We've got our community reports coming up. But Jason, with Crude Life, it's always an extreme pleasure. You're so knowledgeable, and this is really great information. I know people are enjoying hearing it. So thank you. Well, thank you much for having me. I appreciate it very much. And, yep, and if you have a chance, oh, we have T-shirts available. Go to crudelife.com because our T-shirts are now on sale. Ah, the puns. I love them. Okay, we'll talk to you next time, Jason. Next Friday, same time, same place. All right, happy 4th of July. Stay safe. You too. Bye-bye.